0: Okay,
1: can you? Yeah. Yep, I can hear you. How All you doing?
0: Right. I'm good to go.
1: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Listening to Hard today. I am joined by Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing today?
0: I am good.
1: Oh, so, so um, want to tell our audience what do you do for oh, a living? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
0: the landline uh, of my parents just called. Uh, we have had it forever and they're getting politics like nobody's business already and I'm the only one that uses it with my brother and then they use it with me. So, and of course she calls them. So. There we go on that one.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I woke up a bit ago from sleeping and so I'm just got my notes ready for, um, this movie review today. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, today... I did the
0: timeline, so yes. All right.
1: All right. Go for today... it. So today we are review- reviewing the movie Holiday, a rom-com on Netflix, starring Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey. And this is about a, um... randomly meeting at a store return counter introduces Salone and Jackson, both tired of nightmare dates, him, and meddling family, her, during the holidays. They strike an arrangement, whereas they meet as a couple only during the holidays to make life at the very least tolerable. Slowly, so slowly... While scoffing at the cliches of romance, and to their surprise, their relationship grows into something deeper. Uh, so, this is just some um, a rom com poking, and well, as a tribute to other rom coms, as we can say, <laughs> there's just so many rom coms out there.
0: There are. I found it interesting. First, I live in Chicago or grew up when I didn't like it in junior high and high school in Chicago. So I had there. I also hate doing exchanges with uh, clothing or any type of trying to do returns. And that's how they meet. So I thought that was interesting with the characters. I also have never had anyone or, and I have never repurposed or regifted anything. And that's how the female character meets her leading man. What do you think about that?
1: I think that was a very interesting meet cute as they call it. And, and, I can't tell you the last time I actually did a return for clothes in person at a store. It's been real, real long. But all I know is that no one likes to be at a store that they they do not like to be at. I can tell you that for sure.
0: I also like the fact, well, (laughs) he's, I guess, he's Australian. He's a golfer. Yeah. I also thought kind of the rom-com, which is kind of a Pride and Prejudice or not. Or it's uh, a Jane Austen thing on with uh, I can't think, uh, Bridget Jones, but that he's wearing a Christmas jumper or sweater that I've never worn a horrible Christmas jumper. Now, have you ever worn a terrible Christmas sweater?
1: Um. I have and have not. Like, um for my family, we've had like Christmas sweaters that we all just look different and we do a picture with that. <laughs> then <laughs> then these ugly sweaters came out for um NHL teams and football NFL teams. Right. So I yeah. um, asked my parents, hey, give me a devil's ugly sweater, my favorite hockey team, and I'll be fine with that. So I'm used to the ugly sweaters. Um, but oh my God, the way he got, um, gas lit by his, um, the girl he was seeing at the time, I can totally relate to that. Okay. So you agree that you're not going to get any, excuse me, you're going to agree that you're not going to get each other presents. You know, you just got to stick with that. You can't get mad if someone you know, doesn't show up to a holiday without a present. Because, you know, you're not really... You're in that zone where you're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but you're seeing each other. You know what I mean? Uh, um, I had a very similar experience to this, let's just say about a decade ago, where this girl I was seeing... Um, so, Albany in, in Central Mass, where she lived in Central Mass... I don't know, Western Mats, Massachusetts. I lived in Albany, New York, which is eastern New York. And it was a 90-minute drive, not that bad. So we were seeing each other for a certain amount of time. And uh, for Valentine's Day, I didn't give her flowers because we weren't really seeing each other. And I brought her to her first NHL game. So instead of getting her flowers, I bought her a ticket to the game. And... I didn't really feel necessary to buy her flowers. Well, that's and, a
0: gesture.
1: And it's a gesture. And, um, and yeah, for um, buying the tickets for her, her first NHL game. But she was so fixated on, um, like, um, me getting her something, she was in a pretty sour mood the whole time. But what she got me was a um, Reese's um, heart thing that was, like, the size of my hand. And I have a big hand um, because I'm a big guy. And um, she gave me a card, too, for Valentine's Day. And I was so, like, thrown off by it because we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, We didn't really need to get each other gifts for Valentine's Day. And while I kind of had my um, fun for Thursday night, let's just say, and for um, Valentine's Day, let's just say, but, no, I got gaslit. By this girl for not giving her a present, so I could totally relate to what Jackson was going through, and I was like, "Okay, I need to stop seeing this girl because we're not see- we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but she's acting like it."
0: Now we talked about over the phone that idea of Gaslit. Didn't he say they had only gone on three dates though? Oh, so is that technically gaslighting?
1: I mean, um, I think he could. Okay, I'm getting him something mixed up with gaslighting, but I think it,
0: gaslighting is you have one narrative. It's, it's a true thing, though. You have one narrative, and she has another. Because I've been gaslighted, the, and mom, my mother told me you were gaslighted, and then I was like, oh, maybe I was. Um, but yeah, I mean. Do you rem? Do you recall if they said they had only been on three dates, and I, he was surprised I, he got brought in, or maybe it was because he didn't have any family, he was brought into Christmas at her home.
1: Right, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, like yeah. um, yeah. you're, she's like shoving so much shit down his throat, like um, there he's sitting with his parents with those god awful um sweaters, and.
0: Then they she, share the same room, which he's surprised about. Surprised with, so yeah, the parents are pushing.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: so it's more yeah, kind of that I think. But yeah, it's still the same thing. Like what you gave me, you said no presents. So yeah, yeah, I would Ugh. be, I would be totally, I would feel more blindsided. I guess is what the thing is. And we talked before. That I believe, which this isn't the case, but that men don't date between November and February because of this, because of Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day.
1: Right, and all I can say is, um, I know July 4th is coming up, but I'm not really <laughs> dating anyone because I just gave up on online dating. Like, I tried Tinder and Bumble, and after... A three-month hiatus of not being on online dating. It was just the same shit over again. I'm just like, you know what? I quit for online dating. This is so dumb. But um, no, dating during the holidays is just like, okay, so you're going to definitely get rushed into doing like Christmas stuff, um, New Year's stuff, and um, Valentine's Day stuff like, boom, way too quickly. So it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to date during that time.
0: Yeah. And for me, like Bumble, I talked to my friend who I was surprised, who is, we're not, we're friends, but he pays for things. And we just went to a movie yesterday. He was on Tinder and I'm like, he's like a monk. He said he was on Tinder and I was like, what? But I met him on Bumble. I'm only on Bumble because I want to find a man in georgia which i am right now to shoot trap skeet or go to the range any type of range or go to the baseball game and i can't find anyone and i have tickets to the savannah bananas which is the hardest tickets to find right now and i can't find a man and i even posted it And I can't find a man to go to the baseball game. I'm like, are you kidding me? But let's get back to that. So,
1: we've got (laughs) exactly... Wait, hold on one second. We're doing a a little tangent, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Wait, so, there's a minor league ball club named the Bananas. Yes. So, that owner had to be Bananas when thinking of that name.
0: I don't know why he thought of that name. He wears a yellow uh, outfit. The owner shows up at every game. Yes, you have a... uh, they were on CBS Sunday Morning uh, a couple weeks ago, even. They've been on ESPN. They've really? been written about by the Chicago Tribune, everything. The first two years he was in, I think about six years ago now, mm-hmm. they had 127% rise in marketing. This guy okay. has got it. You only pay twenty dollars for general admission, mm-hmm. and you get a hot dog. Well, I say hot dog, but you can get something else, uh, drink, and a cookie with that seating of general admission.
1: That's so a solid deal. The
0: heart, yeah, it's and it's a farm league team, but the team I go for the team. I'm a huge baseball fanatic, so yeah but yes so i mean they don't have that in there that that would be an event but yes i even have quote july 4th uh tickets and i have a few friends here in town and i'm like y'all commit let's make time so <laughs> i need somewhat of a baseball date instead of a holiday so anyway <laughs> it, hopefully
1: that guy will stay brave for you and but question though um yeah. From your perspective on Bumble, do you see who actually swipes right for you if you're not paying for it?
0: I've tried different algorithms to see what had happened and it's been a little scary. The first time I tried just an algorithm of seeing who was within uh, my town. And Mm. uh, it got a little interesting to where I can have a probably a one-hour show about the men that have engaged and the men and women couples who want a poly relationship. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there have been some very interesting pictures and things that I have done. I've also could be a life coach Mm -hmm. about how men who want to cheat – what you should and shouldn't put on. Right. Some men at the bar did not realize that I screen capture their pictures and text them to my heterosexual and homosexual friends, and we laugh. And they've helped me with my comic bit. <laughs> so yes, I could do a full blog or a novella on just. I won't. Well,
1: we should do an episode about our dating experiences. Um, online dating experiences. We,
0: well, we got it. I. I don't want to use the I word, but we'll just say not thinking throughly men <laughs> of yeah. the area that have come in through my algorithm. And then I, as an experiment, I, I am a huge pop culture and sports fan. So the movie Bull Durham, Kevin oh. Costner has a... Monologue where he says, I believe in many things. And I posted that edited because you only have so many, you know, characters like Twitter, old school Twitter. And uh, I edited it. And oh. it says at the end, I believe in slow something kisses that last three days. But it starts mm. with, I believe in, you know, AstroTurf should be gone. I believe in bourbon. I believe in this, this, and this. And I wanted to see what men would swipe me. They had no idea what Bull Durham was. was Oh shit! Guys, are you kidding me? And yes, it's just been it's been crazy. So, uh, yeah. So and then finally, I had to re-edit, and I'm like, you get two points if you know what this movie is, because I had to (laughs) change it to that. And then this last week, I edited it again to say I have tickets. And I still haven't gotten any swipes.
1: (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Fucking
0: guys. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just kind of... And then I've gotten to the point where I just cut to the chase. I'm like, will you... Do you come to downtown Savannah? Because I do not drive and uh, to stay safe. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to meet you at a weird place where people don't know me so I only have specific places that I'll meet you anyway and they're still weird about it and they're like uh I won't come you know drive 20 minutes or five miles and I'm like is this Ireland is this Austin because in Los Angeles, 45 minutes to drive is nothing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know about what your culture is, where you're from, but Every- man, I've lived all over in Los Angeles and Mississippi. It's nothing to drive like that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: here in Buffalo, everything's like 20 minutes.
0: There you go. Yeah, so.
1: yeah everything's a 20 minute drive. But sounds it, like
0: that now in austin because everyone's uh working from home but yeah <laughs> it, it,
1: if you come to buffalo i will definitely bring you to a really good wing place
0: <laughs> sounds good
1: yeah okay um, let's get back to the episode when
0: did you i wanted to find out uh let's see when did you find about Santa? Cuz you know Kristen Chenoweth brings her date who's Santa Claus and you know did she sit on Santa's lap with all the kids or what? How do how do you think she got that date? Let's we'll stay in early act 1 of the movie.
1: <laughs> okay, yes, um Oh, Aunt Susan, the one who's good wait.
0: She brings up and shows her what a holiday is.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's where she gets the idea from. And yeah. that's where salon gets the idea from. But there's two different ways where it can actually be taken. Like, you can just date that one person for, you know, a holiday. Or the way she was putting it, Aunt Susan was putting it, it was like, oh, when they get too close, you dump them and move on to the next one. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, so she probably... You couldn't say she sleeps around because... Well, she was keeping it platonic, as I can say, in her defense. But oh man, she just had to keep going and going from one guy to the next.
0: True.
1: It's interesting how it wasn't committed. But then of course when she finds her guy that shockingly her sister Aunt Dash um Salone's mom sets her up with, um obviously things change, but it's just like um yeah, so it was a very interesting take seeing Aunt Susan do her holiday thing and then go from there. But yes, the Santa Claus thing. Oh, God. I can only imagine. Um, and well, obviously, um, there was another like full family um, in that family. And I, they had to obviously tell the kids that that's not the real Santa. That's just the mall Santa. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Um, So, what else?
0: I've told my nieces and even this kid who was said he was going on a ghost tour and said he didn't believe he believed in ghosts, but he didn't believe in Santa. I said, I still believe in Santa because you can't stop because he brings you gifts until you don't believe. So, yeah, that was my thing on that take. Uh, Uh, do you ever sit? I mean, do you care if you sit at the kids' table like
1: uh,
0: art?
1: So, here's the thing. Um, because that's
0: what the first act is about, you know. Oh, I'm single, and they walk through the mall and they define singleness. And
1: yep, yeah, I definitely can go around the singleness thing because I am single. But um, my family, me, and my brother, and my sister, we're single. We have no kids, so we don't sit at the kids' table. We don't have a kids' table okay. anymore because. Okay. Um. <laughs> also a family that we hang out with um, are also cousins around our age. So they're, I mean, let's see, the only person who is taken throughout our whole entire cousin family is my cousin who lives in Vermont with his girl, his wife, mm-hmm. and they have no kids. So oh, we no. really don't have a kid's table at all of our family functions. We're pretty much all adults now and we can just drink whenever we want. <laughs> Okay,
0: because even in like kind of act three, when I think it's Easter, when she's talking to maybe her niece or something, that she gets the best advice from the kid, you know, about breakups and everything else. So kids have an insight, that, and that's why I like sitting at the kids' table, so that's where you go with that.
1: Because you know, they're cool, she hates
0: it, but yeah, you know, kids' table is always fun. All right, go with your next question for me,
1: okay? So, um, as you know, um, what was like a favorite scene that you liked to do seeing like when they were out doing their holiday?
0: That's a hard one because I felt like
1: or how about a couple that you think New that Year's, were pretty good?
0: New Year's. I don't ever go out. I, I think I hate New Year's. I think New Year's is overrated.
1: Me too. I like... think
0: I sit at home and eat Chinese food with my family and now I do it down. Um, Thanksgiving, I've done Friendsgivings. I think Thanksgiving is only a holiday. It's overrated. Uh, for me, I've moved all over the U.S. because I've been in academia you know, with either teaching or in college because uh, I've had master's and other things. And um, so I'll, as, even as a kid, I loved the Macy's Day Parade. And so now I would sit in my PJs and make scones and clotted cream and have English tea and watch the Macy's Day Parade. So Thanksgiving for me is kind of like, it's just a meal. And even with COVID, It's only because my brother was so scared of us traveling. My parents would come to Savannah and we would eat fried now fried chicken and all the sides from a famous woman named Mrs. Wilkes. So, yeah, my favorite uh, holiday is actually July 4th, Mm. which I think is funny, that scene where sadly... Cause I've lost a toe due to, an and I almost died, but a that's a sidebar, but a toe who kind of loses his finger, but he gets his finger back, but just that they're high in the ER and making finger jokes, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Oh, I
1: thought that was funny too. Like, um, of course, um, they were laughing the pain away and I, they just didn't care for how much. Pain he was in. They just smoked a the joint there, and oh God, I God, it. I can't think of how funny that was. But then, uh, to um, an- answer your question about um favorite scene, my favorite scene and my favorite holiday scene was shockingly the Mexican scene where they're just having a good time, like with no fucks given, and uh-huh. well, of course they ended up um she. Salon ended up wearing Jackson's underwear in the morning for some godly unreason, but we probably know yeah, something happened. Yeah, you wake happened.
0: up and you're like, why am I wearing Calvin Klein's? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a date that somehow I want to be on, where you get drunk and you have no fucks to give. So, hopefully down the line that happens to me.
0: I don't know if I want to black out. I mean,
1: not black or out, worried but. worry how like, you
0: got home and things like that. So, yes, I would wonder about that.
1: Okay, I'll uh, soften How is
0: this bit. a child? Is this a child friendly or family friendly? Because I can share one more thing about uh, hospitals. Um, or do you, can uh, you edit it out?
1: <laughs> I, I can edit it out, but <laughs>
0: okay. My friend said he he's had two heart attacks, and the nurse came in one time because his heart rate went up, and he had been masturbating in his uh, room. <laughs> oh, so okay. she was worried about that, and she goes, "It happens all the time." And he was just like, "Oh God!" But anyway, he's a piece of work. <laughs> She's like, um, "But yeah." So it, uh, that kind of also kind of la- made me laugh because they're getting high in the ER, and I was like, "Well, you really can't do that," but apparently, you can do other things in other rooms in the hospital. Right. Uh, also, I thought Easter was interesting because my brother and sister-in-law they have a gathering at times and I don't recall which it was Christmas or something else but that the doctor came in as an Easter bunny and uh, we have a family friend with my brother and sister-in-law she's out of the family but in the family called Dr. Jane and she came dressed as an elf or something because she worked with the children's ward. So mm-hmm. that kind of reminded me of Dr. Jane when I saw him dressed as the Easter Bunny walking in. And it, then they kind of turn it around into a Furby type re- reference. And I'm like, come on, guys. But then it was also funny. So, <laughs> uh,
1: but cr- crazy or not, um, for that um, hospital scene, was the doctor doctor a little bit too handsy towards Salone let's see I, I felt a little bit weird for like how he kept like grabbing her hand and just when she had nothing wrong with them I just thought that was a little bit weird
0: I wonder in reality I mean because you're writing and seeing something visually cinema wise in reality, you would smell pots. So I don't think in reality you would. But visually, if you're watching a movie, yes, she's getting, she's touching him a lot. So, yes, I think, yes, to move that storyline along, you definitely need to have him be very uh, mirroring, let's say, in holding her hand. To push, uh, I can't think of the man's name, the golfer. Jackson. The Jackson. Him along and push him to another level to be jealous or say, hey, wait a minute. What are my feelings? Yeah. So, yes, I think they're, yeah, that scene has to be there. You couldn't cut it out. Yeah, Because they- I come from radio, film, and television and teaching it and working in film that yeah as a producer and editor and things and writer you really couldn't cut that out because you need that kind of push and i don't know where you would push it in any other uh scene per se
1: oh oh, okay i gotcha so also let's talk about that wedding scene that they went to where obviously they weren't each other's dates Oh, Oh, they're angry. (laughs) Oh, they were angry at each other. And that
0: reminds me of when Harry met Sally, and we talked about that. So we have New Year's, which is awkward, which reminds me of of when Harry met Sally. And then we go all through, yes, Cinco de Mayo, all this and this. So we go through maybe six months or so, or five months. And then we hit the wedding. Yes. And they're angry. And kind of like when Harry met Sally, where they've they're mad they're really mad
1: and like um they try to make each other jealous and it just doesn't work well where jackson's going with horny and susan as i can just i didn't mean re- yeah she, you can tell she's like really horny th- throughout that wedding um and <laughs>
0: Is she as mad at him or is she as mad at Aunt Susan? Is she mad that he brought Aunt Susan or that just Aunt Susan is typical Aunt Susan? Or is it both? Do you think?
1: <laughs> I think it's both. <laughs> but they didn't want to go each other for like the they didn't want to go out with each other for the date. So it's just like, well, what else can you do? Right. <laughs> But then of course the doctor and um Aunt Susan start hitting Boy, it. Oh they
0: get it on. Oh my it's f- getting hot in here. <laughs> that's
1: I, uh, I mean That's there's,
0: <laughs>
1: I've gone to a handful of weddings in my life. But I
0: haven't been to many. So I mean, yeah. You take
1: it. I, I haven't been to many either. But when you have kids present at an, a wedding, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's something you want to do.
0: Doctor, yeah, you know.
1: Adult wedding, okay, sure, go for that. Maybe just carry it off to your bedroom. But no, with Kids President, all these weird, very sexual dancing moves, oh, please, no. (laughs) But I like the part where they came together, um, Salone and Jackson, for when they had that mother and father dance.
0: Because I knew it had to intervene. Yes. (laughs) Because
1: that, I know they probably weren't well with English songs, but. It was the wrong song for a father-daughter yep. dance. Correct. <laughs> we can agree on that. Oh, yep. um, before I forget, um, can we also talk about the mom who kept pushing Salone just to meet that doctor? Is that really accurate for, like, a daughter-mother relationship?
0: I do not recall my mother. My mother has never intervened. The only time... She said something about she did not feel comfortable with a, uh, with a man who has been in and out of my life for over 20 years. And finally, he is out for good. The man is a total mess, as my best friend said. And he is a total mess. And as a woman and reading other articles, I just had hope that he could find himself or change. And part of it was he lost his brother at one point. Mm -hmm. And I was there for him when he lost his brother. But no, he he can't. And he was probably drunk and wrote a real angry um, message on Facebook and said, block me don't do anything that I was like great finally he's out of my life Mm -hmm. I didn't block him off my phone and so I got a weird gif or gif however you say it and I didn't respond and then my best friend I said I should have said who is this like it was a different phone number I didn't realize he's still on my LinkedIn account and he has reached out for two years pre-COVID, now this year, thinking I'm in Austin still uh, because of my illness. And uh, he hasn't apologized, but he'll pay and to message me to say, hey, I'm going to be in Austin for South by Southwest. You want to have a dinner? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, did you read what you said? You told me. <laughs> no, we're done in this, and I have specifically followed what you said, so, and my mother was very happy, she's like, for your mental health, this is good, every other guy, she's been very supportive, Uh, the men who broke up with me, she just said, because I've been dealing with a lot, that the ones that I loved and really wanted to be with, that they were cowards when they how they broke up with me. Mm. So, yeah, that's the only she's never really put any man or introduced me to any man. Mm. Uh, so, yeah,
1: okay, because that mother and daughter like relationship was just a little bit off. Like, um, of course, I'm not a parent by any means, but if I had a kid, I want him or her to be happy with their life and let love find their way. But no, the mother was just overly pushy for Salone trying to, you know, find the right one for her.
0: It's (laughs) odd because she doesn't know a lot about her daughter's life. Whereas my mother and me being starting in theater, she knows pretty much. And after, because of my illness, knows pretty much everything that she said, well, you've dropped some things I never heard before uh, that have happened in my life. You know, well, I'll just say it. Like I thought it's normal that when you go skinny dipping, you go skinny dipping with 20 people and your boss and mom's mm. like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <different>. huh? <laughs> well <I was laughs> that is a... nowhere with your friend
1: like what <laughs> and is... i had to
0: take my boyfriend with me because <laughs> he was uncomfortable with it so you know <laughs> you know so it's that kind of things or she was w- working with me you know on my house and I'm sitting and she comes in the TV and Harry Styles and they're all oiled up on the video, you know, on top of each other. And she's like, why are you watching that? And I said, well, I like the mo- the song. And I'm like, been there, done that. And she's like, Aaron. And I'm like, well, we had shirts on.
1: <laughs> right.
0: that kind of I'm like, I was in theater, you know, so.
1: Right. That That's I'm like a pretty fun time.
0: So yes, this gonna is a fun creator actor. of a very very now famous uh, TV show. Yes, she has, even has said in her voice, I've seen him naked way too many times when we were at uh, university. So you know that kind of thing. Hmm.
1: <laughs> so that's good how it works Um. Okay, so for next um, who is your favorite? Like but we didn't see any action.
0: nudity think about that we didn't really see any nudity or we saw just chest and arm. they were very careful in keeping even the sex scenes what they were what oh, do you think of that talking sex... about me talking about my personal life what do you think about
1: oh for the sex scene yeah uh, yeah i thought yeah, those even are...
0: de Mayo, it's like you're guessing both of them were guessing because they had a blackout and yeah. then even the sex scene yeah you... so it's more kind of like pre you know first top gun
1: <laughs> <laughs> right like that when you're really yeah when you're first going at it like the foreplay just starting to get the foreplay then of course we see salon yeah. back, um we see them really starting to get hot. Then we see the um, camera just look out the window, as it probably yeah. should. So we knew that, of course, that was going to happen at some point. Because, you know, attraction builds over time. So I knew that definitely worked. Because, you know, I had my fair share of friends where, you know, we build attraction over time, we go at it, and then we're just regular friends again. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. life's too short. You down the line, you're going to want to have sex with that person. I mean, if you're knowing them for a while, I mean, well, it's hit or miss, really. Like, either you feel it or you don't. Maybe it'll build over time. Every friendship's, like, different. But I liked how finally they did it after going at it and I'm going at it after the Halloween um, party.
0: I don't know if you'd do it after having diarrhea,
1: though. I mean, not having (laughs) diarrhea, but, like, you know. (laughs) But that was a good thing for him to, like, help her wash the feces off her back because, obviously, she had diarrhea. True. Yeah. Oh, But for that Halloween party, what a surprise she got when her boyfriend impregnated another girl that she just he just started seeing. Yeah. It's going to be a r- real surprise when like your ex really is impregnated someone else other than you.
0: There's a lot of pain even seeing. I mean, have you? I mean, like I've always been theater is a small group and you have to stay and, and I've worked in radio as well. And you have to break up on decent terms because they may get you the next job. Mm-hmm. So for us, you'll see that person move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you see it, how quickly they move on. It, so, yes, it's hard.
1: And, and I don't can... know
0: about your, your experiences.
1: Okay. Um, for my exes... We lived in different places. Um, okay. For um, the beginning of my first relationship, we li- we lived in the same city. Then I moved out to Buffalo, which is four hours away from Albany, because it, I found a job here. It was different timing. Um, so we broke up when she gave me an ultimatum, and I just never seen her again. However, she did see my family on a trip all the way out in Maine weirdly out of all the places and she tweeted about it i don't know why i followed her on twitter i didn't follow her on twitter i looked her up on twitter after my dad like told me they saw my ex at this beach in maine so that was really fun and awkward obviously i was in buffalo not on this vacation then um for my ex she lived 90 minutes away from me it was sort of a distance relationship but after we broke up, we definitely were never seeing each other again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But back to the point, um, for um, keeping it close lit, um, I'm on a wrong team right now, and I have like, it's a very popular team in this area because wrong mm-hmm. is a pretty big sport, and there are women that age between range between 21 years old to 82 years old. Yep. So there's Obviously, I'm not going for the women at all that are, like, 40-plus because that's – you can't, like, be – I'm there just to row into my fun. If I see a cute girl, of course, I'll talk to her and either it'll work out or it doesn't. And all I have to do is if she doesn't like me, I just move on because that's really all you can do because, well, you don't really want to alienate um women from this sport. Yeah. And I had previous experience. I did a roller derby um, once to meet women. And it just didn't click well because, well, it was 99% of the league were women. And then there was only like a handful of men. Mm -hmm. So there's guys I could talk to. But then you had to really watch what you would say because every woman is different. You never know if you run into a Karen where... You say something wrong and she takes it the wrong way. But
0: out of context, yeah. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. So obviously that didn't work out. But I'm on this wrong team. And yeah, as you said, you got to keep it together for, hey, if someone doesn't like you, you move on. And
0: yeah, I think that was, yeah, with, I can't remember if we called it LA Rowing Club because there were two clubs with our crew. uh, And ours were like we had one older gentleman that was retired and the rest of us were just women with recreational. We weren't with a group, a uh, boat that had done it in university so that we weren't competitive. Cause if it was too foggy in Marina Del Rey, we we're like, Oh, let's go get coffee. So you know. oh, um, you- But nobody uh, was really, you know, uh, up for yes connecting in that sort of way yes but yeah
1: oh so you rode too mm-hmm. oh for that is pr- pretty good what side did you go on starboard or port
0: both i oh, didn't care me yeah. too
1: and also i skull so um
0: Uh uh-huh. i'm yeah.
1: a utility as they say
0: yes yes
1: <laughs> okay and
0: calluses on both sides I
1: <laughs> Oh, me too
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so um Okay, back to the movie. Um, (laughs) Back to the
0: movie. Yes, but I mean, yeah, I think, yes, there's that connection and then that disconnection because you don't know in that scene. And I I haven't been in, I've only been in, well, eh, a couple... I don't know how to define a relationship per se because I've moved so many places that I know because I've been in college. I'll know, well, this is going to end when I graduate because I'm going on to another university to get my master's or I'm going to go here to do this or I'm moving again. So it always has like a marathon per se, you know, but not like sex marathon but there's an end point or we're not going to really do it long distance per se, Mm -hmm. but you had quote a long, you know, you, you pursued it longer. So for me, I've only really had what I feel like is one true relationship in university that I may have explored longer. And that was back way in the nineties. So, I mean, I think it was interesting how, yes, that, how do you define, yes, you've had this friendship, you've done all this, and then you sleep together, yes, I felt that, you know, I haven't always slept with them, but how do you, what happens next, or mm-hmm. things have flipped, you flip the switch, your definition of what's going to happen next is there,
1: right, like, either- so, you know, Mm -hmm. is this like for real or we just had sex because we're just horny like that kind of thing so
0: and this has happened to me recently we talked about this over the phone
1: hmm.
0: how do you what are your definitions we've had this friendship we haven't had the honeymoon dating experience we've already gone on this one level And then how do we take it to this next level if we want to take it to this next level? Because we haven't had the honeymoon to the next, you know, level one to level two. You're already in kind of level two or on that one step. Mm -hmm. Or is one person on the staircase of one step and is the other person on another stair on that staircase? and you're ready to you're both ready to walk up but you know one person's on a different step per se mm. and i think that's the same thing which is going on in this movie is they both have fear and that's what was happening with where i was recently in my life
1: right like the fear of like oh will this work or not work like you know, that definitely happens because there is this friend I had, um, I've known her forever and I lost a good amount of weight, she lost a good amount of weight, so we both got confident in each other and she lived in Albany, I live in Buffalo, which obviously is four hours away. So we met in the middle for Syracuse and we just wanted to have fun with each other and so we went out, um, we got a hotel for ourselves because we went through, we um, traveled through train and the hotel we were staying at had a shuttle to pick us up from the train station. So we went, we had fun, we went on a date. Then of course, we haven't seen each other in so long. So our attraction was just there and we did it a couple times and it was fun. And we just had a night being ourselves but then we kind of realized um a few days after that we were, albany and buffalo are just two very different cities like size wise yeah. and all and she's fine we're here being like 10 minutes away from her parents my parents they're in tampa florida so that's like a three-hour plane ride mm-hmm. so obviously we knew we were just not like right for each other um romantically and we were just fine with that so me and her we're just friends still so hey we got the sex out of the way so hey that's fine but also um all right so want to wrap up the closing scene
0: I. yes let's yeah. do that
1: yes okay so it's christmas time um obviously a year has passed and of course, they weren't happy with each other after the wedding scene. And, uh, <laughs> and, and well, actually, <laughs> l- let me take that back.
0: Sorry. Because all I can think of when you say that is them fighting in the supermarket. So go before oh, where you want to start.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, nope. I totally forgot that. When they fought at the, um, the grocery store. Yeah. And then Salone's telling her. As her family members tell him, like, listen, you have a great guy. Go for him. So then, of course, the switch flips in her head, and as Jackson's walking away, um he tries she tries to call her name out. Then luckily the whole choir, Christmas choir, says his name, mm-hmm. Jackson. Yes. I don't know about you, but that would be the coolest thing ever if a girl ever tried to get my attention and a choir would say, Patrick. i don't
0: know how i would react to that i mean even like a proposal uh like i said since i love my baseball on the jobotron my brother actually was a morning producer he started kind of the local what you now see everywhere the local three block or you know third hour block or whatever on uh, morning shows in Milwaukee they didn't have a lot of people at one of the best Milwaukee Bucks game I guess it is and my sister-in-law was like please 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 I hate it the kiss cam I hate the kiss cam (laughs) well yes of course because there aren't a lot of people there it wasn't because he was producing anything but they put, her, put him and her on the kiss cam. That being said, his TV show and who he was with in production recorded it. So they show it the next morning on the three block or three hour. So she's okay. getting texts as she's teaching <laughs> at her school <laughs> here on TV with the kiss cam. And she's like, <laughs> Matt yeah, you know, my brother Matt come on <laughs> Listen that. so yes I don't know how I would react to it's a wonderful gesture but that backing it up a little bit him yelling you know about Ryan Gosling and then before that backtracking to New Year's Eve where they did the you know dance scene with uh, Ryan Gosling talking yes. about another movie Uh uh, with the Dirty Dancing reference uh, so we've got three movies talking about but uh, yes I just and her arguing about Ryan Gosling just the idea of I've had a date and someone said who because they say women will date or be attracted to people who they have a crush on I find it interesting because that is not the case, and this man asked me that, and the only, because I've worked in media and worked in Los Angeles, the only crush I really have actually is someone I've worked with at uh, NPR, National Public Radio, mm-hmm. and then it's two. <laughs> jockeys uh that ride the ponies or races and one's still riding horses and is probably he ran Preakness I missed it this last week Mm -hmm. so uh I'm like you won't know who I have a crush on (laughs) (laughs) and he's shorter than me and you're taller than me so I don't know what to say (laughs) so I just thought that was kind of funny the other idea is with online shopping how is that going to happen anymore and right. i'm always fighting with social media please buy local i'll hear people say well i can buy this cheaper online well you realize if you buy this cheaper online what you're holding today your bu- that business that you're in that shop you're in right now may not be in business next year because you bought online so i'm pushing if you put this on air buy local because they support your local high school football team and everything else and maybe crew and your hockey and everything else so yes
1: yeah Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah. so really holly what do you think overall how many stars out of 10 will you give it
0: I would rate it last year. It was one of probably a fun one. I don't know because of Netflix moving things around. If it would show up on my uh, feed again, I'm always a bad Santa girl anymore. Hmm. Uh, I would say I'd give it. I'm saying 9 out of 10, though.
1: 90%. Uh, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Well, it's pretty accurate for, yeah. you know, for, like, going from platonic to, like, an actual relationship. That's shockingly what I want my next relationship to be like, where we start off platonically. <laughs> what? It's kind of so I want to do when you remove. The set. I want my next relationship to be, like, the real good one. we
0: talked about yes uh that maybe you need to read it's a 20 i think it's a 20 year old book now jane austen's guide to dating and it compares which i've never read the jane austen's book but i've watched movies and she compares some of the characters to how they move and date and date slowly which is mostly new york dating so you can watch films and how they go but like we said with these tinder and bumble and all this Everyone's pushing so fast. So, yes, this is a good movie. And even movies say, well, after three dates, you got to sleep with someone. I like that this is a rom-com that shows, yes, this evolves slowly. The characters figure out who they are or what they want or what's going on slowly. Mm -hmm. And it evolves slowly. So, yes, I appreciate This in a modern rom com that we're showing that it doesn't have to be a quick hookup or anything like that. Right. Yes, I like this. I also appreciate that in this time, and I hate uh, saying uh, I'm a feminist because I really don't feel I am, but I do appreciate that it comes. It was written by a woman. And so maybe it's also interesting that maybe it came from a female perspective. I don't know. Mm. You know, I, who knows, but it was Uh. a male director and you always have, as we've said in the business world, you write it, it's kind of edited in a different way by the director and when it's acted. And then, When it's edited, it's also edited as well. So you have three different times that the movie has come to fruition. So yes, so what the script is versus what you see will be something different. And so yes, it would be very interesting to see if you read the original script, what it would be.
1: Right.
0: So Uh, yes, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, and I always enjoyed Kristen Chenoweth. So it doesn't matter. She's hilarious. And I think she's really not acting. I think she is who she is in any ways.
1: I gotta say, I have crushed um pretty hard on Emma Roberts when I saw her on this um show on Nickelodeon or Disney when
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: I forgot what it was called, but um she had like a guitar and I crushed on her for a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I
1: th- I think I'm around her same age anyway, so I figure what the hell. But Okay, we I can't say age. who
0: I have a who my NPR crush is' cause it's, it's uh yeah, it's bad, and then the other ones is uh Mike Smith, and uh I can't think of the other jockey right now, but yes, he's retired, so yes, Mike Smith, hopefully, I think Mike Smith's just riding to ride until they tell him he's too uh, hurt to keep riding, but I like that he's still in his fifties and riding. But probably because of all the scandals, he's probably happy that he hasn't won. I don't know. <laughs> but he's still on a horse and still happy that he's in the derby and everything else. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, that being said, again, I don't know if you're editing this or putting this on. I'm Aaron Scott. Yeah. Hashtag or whatever. Uh, audio chick without the K on Instagram and Twitter. And same thing. It's audio chick without the k dot net, and you can find me at all that.
1: Thank you, and for joining me. That, this was a fun episode.
0: Thank you, and I hope we get to speak again about <laughs> online dating or another uh, few uh, different things about uh, rom coms and other things.
1: Well, Thanks. we chatted we for nearly an hour, so I'm sure we'll do another episode soon. <laughs>
0: all right you have a good one all right
1: thanks Aaron thank Pleasure you guys talking
0: with you yes
1: thank you guys for listening to listen to your heart um leave us leave me a comment or review of the show what you thought but um thank you Aaron for joining me and Nate thanks for listening guys have a great day
0: have a good one guys.
1: Bye.